It is more of the best of the Cooking in the Dark show. Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. All right, all right, all right. Come, no, more, more, I'll take it, I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm just over here monkeying, trying to get some water boiling. We're going to have to boil some water today on the show. Can you imagine that? Go figure. I know. Hey, y'all, I've got got our six-quart locking lid stainless steel pasta pot. We're not going to be cooking pasta in it today. We're going to be doing potatoes. But I've got water in it. We're boiling up. We'll get that boiling and, and get it hot, and we'll be ready to go here. Because today, we're getting you ready for Memorial Day. What are you going to do when you go to somebody's house? Hmm, show up. Got to bring something. If you're coming to my house, just bring some cruising rum. Come on in. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, alcohol would probably get you through. <laughs> no, ice. Always bring ice. If you're not bringing, you know, you can't bring anything else, bring some ice. Oh, but we're going to whip up a couple cool recipes today that I know you're going to love. I know you're going to love them. Potato salad. Who can't go to a Memorial Day party without potato salad? Nobody. Got to have it. It's a rule. State law. Federal law, probably. Spicy potato salad. Mm-hmm. Spicy potato salad. Great potato salad. I was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, of course, there's that one that's got, like, a list of 47 ingredients. I'm like, okay, next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let somebody else make that one. But, yeah, very cool, very cool potato mm-hmm. salad recipes. And um, so, but when you're going to somebody's house for... Memorial Day, you got to bring something, right, Cheryl? Absolutely. Now, especially if it's a pool party. Now, one time I was carrying my cooler in, cruising right, right in, walked right in the pool. <laughs> well, that's that's a great way to announce there your presence. There goes a chancla that way, you know. Yeah. <laughs> another one that way. That's a flip-flop, y'all. <laughs> my cooler's over there floating. But, hey, didn't lose any beer, and we didn't lose the broccoli slaw. <laughs> oh, you held on the important things. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And speaking of broccoli slaw, you need to get to the Cooking in the Dark archives. We did, we did the broccoli slaw on show 155 and on show 37. It's delicious. May, May, May. It's already here. It's already almost half over. Ridiculous. Insane. Memorial Day's coming. Right. I like it, though. That means June is here. That means we're closer to the islands. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so bad. I cannot you know, I believe I, you're counting already. I, I am counting already. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I'm such a bad blind person, I guess. I don't know where the NFB or the ACB conventions are this year. But I know where somebody asked me, are you going to the convention? I go, nope. Dale goes to his own convention. And these guys, where's that? And I go, St. Croix. He goes, I'm coming with you. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. I got a beach chair with you, you know. As we say, when we fly out that day, ah, at 3 o'clock, we'll have our butt in the sand, our toes in the water, and a drink with an umbrella in our hand. <laughs> cool. Today's show, like I said, we're going to be doing uh, potato salad, spicy potato salad. And it's not too spicy, and I'm going to show you how it, yeah, I don't think this will be too spicy. I, there's not a jalapeno one in the recipe. 
little horseradish, but that'll be all right. And I'm going to show you how to go around that because we're actually going to take the spicy and I'll show you how to make it not spicy. All right. Pick your poison, girl. Pick your poison. So this uh, couple we know, they decided they're kind of in a rut and they, you know, kind of been feuding a little bit. And there's, uh, they decide, yeah, you know, we are in a rut. The husband says, yeah, we don't go out and do anything. The wife says, yeah, we don't go out to eat. We don't do, we don't go out and have a good time at all. And the husband says, well, you know what? This weekend, why don't we go out and have a good time? And the wife says, yeah, that'll be great. And then the husband says, and, and honey, if you come home before I do, please leave the light on in the hallway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. I like that. I like that. All right, y'all. Cooking in the dark. It's May. Memorial Day. Getting ready. Doing potato salad and a creamy, dreamy jello. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all. We're back. Let me get uh, in here and get some eggs out. We got to boil some eggs up. We're going to have to cook some taters. That'll be cool. Put a few little other things in there, some green onions, mm, some bacon, mm, all good stuff. So we're going to get our eggs boiling. I think we need like three eggs, huh, Cheryl? Yes. I'm using this uh, silicone boiling bag, which I just love. Oh, I like that. Tell us tell us what it is. If folks it, it feels like a big, it almost, if I were to look at this thing first, I'd think, what is that? It, it feels like a, a hollow, a gourd, mm-hmm. you know, or something other that's just been hollowed out. Mm-hmm. And and it's an all mesh bag. Got a pull string, pull it shut, open it up. But you can put like, you know, eight or nine potatoes in here at once. I've got three eggs in it. It's not even coming close to filling up. One of our customers said they uh, boiled a dozen eggs in them. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Once. But with this, this little bag, like I'm putting it in the pot now to boil the eggs up. And when they're done, all I have to do is just pull it out. Mm-hmm. I this like is that. excellent if you want to blanch, you know, some vegetables and make them look all nice and pretty. Potatoes. Um, I was even thinking if the potatoes, like, with the potatoes would have been cut up ahead of time, and I was doing both at the same time, because you could boil your potatoes and the eggs at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, eggs, of course, don't take as long to boil. You only boil them about 10 minutes, but the potatoes would take about 20 minutes. But you could do them both at the same time. Right. But it's so nice. Just whoop, pull it out and go on. That's the, the silicone uh, boiling bag. It's great. But when you drop an egg trying to put it in there, eh, it's not great. It's <laughs> flat. <laughs> Reminds me of Mork and Mindy. You remember the old show? Fly! Be free! <laughs> Breaks out all these eggs, you know. That's because he got delivered in an egg. That's their spaceship. He thinks right. they're little Morkians. Right. <laughs> Morkians. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. That was just the most insane funny show. Very f- great show. Oh, Robin Williams. Rest in peace, man. So we're going to need about... Um, should I read the ingredients? Oh, yeah, that would work. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, here we go. We need 8 to 10 large potatoes, boiled, peeled, and cubed. But you probably want to peel them, cube them, and then boil them. <laughs> ah, you could do that. You could do that. Six slices of cooked bacon, right, drained. Mm-hmm. Three quarters cup mayonnaise. Quarter cup of mustard, prepared mustard. Two tablespoons of horseradish and two tablespoons of pickle relish. Mm. Three hot dill pickles chopped, six green onions chopped, one teaspoon salt, and then about three hard-cooked eggs chopped. The pickles, if you want to, yes. I'm going to get a fire under our skillet here for the bacon. We're going to get that fired up. can be hot pickles. It can be. Add a little be. spice. Yeah. 
Yeah. You can sprinkle in about a teaspoon of white pepper. That's a nice little option that'll turn it up a little bit. You know, of course, the horseradish, you can add more horseradish if you want it a little warmer, That's too. That's true, yeah. Now, if you want it cooler, just use regular dill pickles. Substitute just mayo for the horseradish, and then you're not spicy. Regular right. pickles, you know, and no jalapeno. There was a jalapeno one. I'm like, ooh, but no. <laughs> <laughs> We'll stay cool. It's going to be hot on Memorial Day. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So I'm laying my bacon in the skillet. I've got the skillet on medium high. And remember with bacon, y'all, you don't have to turn it. I'm just laying it in the skillet. I've already got the fire under it, so it's starting to get warm, but not quite yet. It's going to take about eight minutes, seven minutes to cook. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to set a timer for that amount of time. And when it's done, I'll just take it, turn the heat off. Now you can, of course, microwave the bacon, but you need it, you know, make it crispy, but don't overcook it. Now if you want to cheat... Well, call it. Yeah, it's cheating. You can get some store-bought something. Spend the money for the real shredded bacon. You know, getting bacon bits, store-bought bacon bits. Bacon bits. Those oh, hard and crunchy. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. The only thing about them made, you know, they were orange. Yeah. <laughs> kind of the color of bacon, but not really. <laughs> right up there was Spam, the good stuff that we ate as kids. Although Spam was pretty good. We're going to have to do a show with Spam. We should. Do we have a cookbook? We must have a cookbook. Oh, yeah. i got a cookbook for Spam. We should, we should select some recipes and do it, because I like Spam. I don't like Spam! I was in college. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I know that, like, you know, we're not supposed to say that, but... No, Spam, I mean, it's potted meat, you know? So, we've got our bacon cooking. We've got our water heating up here for... Uh, well, our water's already hot. We've got our eggs boiling. Very good. Let's turn our attention to our taters now. We're going to peel these potatoes. I'm using a Y-style peeler. Love it. Oh, I feel jealous. That must be awesome. Because it allows you, it's almost like shaving for a guy. Or, you know, I guess for a gal too. Kind of instead of shaving your legs, you're shaving a tater. <laughs> but you're able, I'm able to hold the potato in the palm of my right hand. I'm left-handed. And I just start the peeler at the top of the potato. And I'm holding the potato long ways towards me. Okay. And I just come down it. Straight back, mm. and then I turn, turn it. Y'all hear that? There we go. And then after I, as I, as I peel a strip, I just give the potato a little bit of a turn. Mm. Now I'm just kind of really quick, knocking off the ends, and I'm running my fingers around the potato as I'm holding it, just kind of feeling. And you can feel, oh, right there, it's rough. That tells you there's still some peel there. Rough right there. Little help. Little help down there. Okay. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. When the potato is peeled, it's going to feel kind of slick all over. Right. Where it's What I'm feeling for is I'm feeling it are the rough spots. Where it's rough, oh, that tells me that, guess what? You missed There's a, a peel spot. there. Yep, I yep. missed a spot. Missed a Go spot. back. <laughs> and I would say what I, ni- what I really like about peelers versus like just trying to use your knife is I know from my own experience, sometimes I cut too like deeply into the actual potato. <laughs> I thought you uh, were going to say, I cut too deeply into my finger. <laughs> no, 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 no. Been no. there and done that, too. I, but yeah, uh, you're right. Dealing that. with a peeler is so nice. Right. And the horizontal peelers, I mean, they're they're good, but they're kind of awkward because you're. I feel like you're peeling away, you know? Because you're kind of holding the potato and you're going sideways with your arm. Where this, you're just pulling straight back. And and let me do this last one again. Starting at the top and just peeling down. And as I peel, I just kind of turn the potato. Now, there we are. We're right back to where we started. So I'm going to knock off the ends. So to do that, I just kind of drag the peeler over the ends. Kind of like you're shaving your chin or shaving over your kneecap or something, I guess. I don't know. I've never shaved a leg. <laughs> I'm just going to let you just leave stand uh, right just, there with yeah. that statement. <laughs> you look good standing on one foot with your other one in the mouth. 
<laughs> oh, Gail. <laughs> okay, so there we go. Got them all peeled up. Now to dice them, hmm, that'd be a little work. But guess what? I've got out. I'm going to pull out one of our Oh, do you have a handy tool that mats. can do this? I got a gadget here. All it right. is the French fry cutter, the potato cutter. Oh, okay. okay. So what I'm going to do is we're going to start a potato in it. You just raise the handle up, and it kind of moves this little arm back, this little plunger, and you stick your potato in there, and then you just push down on the plunger. Okay, and it causes the app, the potato, to go right through. Now, as it's coming out, it's going to be cut like into French fries. Okay, so what I'm going to do on that end with my knife, about every inch or so, I'm just going to cut off the potato, just like that. So now, instead of a bunch of fries, just cutting across what's coming out of the um, the slicer. Okay, let's go a little bit more. Push down a little more. A little bit more. Of the potato comes out. I'm going to cut those in half. So now I've ended up, just like that, I've pretty much diced. <laughs> you see? Hmm. Cool. I've pretty much diced a whole potato. Now, because I'm on the flexible mats, oh. here we go right into the pot. And because our eggs are in, right. what? The silicone boiling bag. We don't have to I worry about it. Potatoes right into the pot, and away we go. Okay? So let's try another tater. That was fun. Now, this potato cutter... You can also do, you have to cut it down because they're not long enough, of course. But you can cut down a zucchini, run a zucchini through it, an eggplant, made eggplant fries. How about that? <laughs> you, you did it with an egg, you used an eggplant? Uh-huh. Ran an eggplant through it, made fries, and I took some uh, flour mm -hmm. and kind of made a crust, mm -hmm. you know, and, and just put the fries in, shaked them, baked them kind of, and then oven fried them. Nice. They came up. I was actually practicing for a show. We kind of let out the kitty on that one. But we'll be doing that again. We'll do it. Well, we haven't done it yet on a show, but we will. Because that's so cool. And sweet potatoes. Sweet potato goes right through here. I love sweet potato fries. Oh, me too. That's like one of my favorite things. Okay, there's another tater. Let's do another one. That was kind of a baby one. Let's do this in here. So you want about six to ten. I mean, six to ten. About eight to ten. Eight to ten. Yep. Of these um, potatoes. So that's what I, I already had. A few of them peeled up ahead of time. So y'all didn't have to sit there and listen to me talk while we peeled. Just chopping them in. And again, we're just looking for squares, cubes, or, and they don't, we're not measuring y'all. Nobody's, nobody's judging anybody here. <laughs> we just want them to be nice. Not too small. Yeah, not you don't want, big, but you do want some nice sized ones. Right. Because you don't this want to like vanish in the pot and certainly not when you're mixing it up. No. <laughs> so what I'm, what I'm aiming for is when I slice these potatoes down as they're coming out, I'm trying to cut them into about three-quarter inch long pieces. I've got the large grid for potato cutting in here, I mm -hmm. guess if we want to call it that, the large grid. So that allows us about, they're about a half inch square coming, you know, a half inch French fry coming out. There's a smaller grid that'll do ooh, much smaller stuff too, but these are nice. And with them being cubed up and such before we cook them, they're going to boil a little bit faster. Oh, that too. So let me uh, take what we've already done here. We'll dump these into the pot. Just like that. These flexible mats, y'all, what I'm doing is it's raising, lifting both ends up, both ends of the mat together, and it forms kind of a funnel, a cradle, if you will, and it allows you just to take and carry and you can put it in a bowl, you can put it in the pot, you can put it on another chopping mat if you want to. It doesn't matter. Sounds awesome. Cool, cool. So it's sort of moving along. It could almost end around the same time, the boiling of the eggs and the 
boiling of the potatoes. The eggs will get done a little bit sooner, but that's fine. We've got about five minutes left on the eggs. Of course, you know how you tell if a potato's done. You're going to tell us. Yeah. You stick a fork in it. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. Okay, one more tater. If I were dicing these, 10, 8, 9 potatoes, whatever we've got here, yeah. it would be taking a while. I like these yep. tools. I'm just kind of feeling through the potato pieces, y'all, and making sure that they're all, you know, cut down to about the sizes we want. Nice. Let's see. Do we have any potatoes left? One. Oh, this is a crazy one. This one looks like a like a squash. <laughs> it's got like a curve in it. It must have been growing on the bottom. Hmm. Yeah, it grows this way, and it's got a right turn, Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> craziness hey quick question cheryl yes do you know what blood type an optimist is uh no be positive <laughs> oh, i like it I, you're just I chock full of jokes today that was a cute <laughs> man i've got quite a few more but y'all have to call me to <laughs> come see my bar act <laughs> Okay, there's our last potato. Again, just kind of feeling the pieces here before I dump these into the pot. And we're going to use the same technique, y'all. We're just going to lift the two ends of the mat together. Creates kind of like a bowl or a, a funnel. Mm -hmm. uh, remember my grandma doing this with a dish towel, hmm. you know? Pulling a dish towel up and just pulling, you know, her whole, like, noodles or whatever she needed to carry over to the pot. Instead mm -hmm. of carrying them all a few at a time or right. something, she carried them that way. There we go. Our potatoes are boiling. So, I'll tell you what, our eggs are about ready to come out. We're going to uh, pull them out and just let them rest. Because then, once our potatoes are done, we're going to start putting everything together. So, we'll take a little break. We'll come back on the other side while our taters are getting done. We'll be, uh, you know what? Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, y'all, we're back. Let's see here. Going to stick a fork in the tomatoes. I mean the tomatoes, the potatoes. Hey, they rhyme. Potato, tomato, yeah. tomato, potato. What I'm doing is just sticking a fork around. And, yeah, it's like the fork's going through butter. Okay? They're done. So that tells me they're done. done if done. you stick the fork in and, the, and it sticks in it, right. like a raw potato would if you stuck a fork in it, guess what? Not done. Keep boiling. Oh, there's our eggies sitting there being cool, ready to go. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to put our lid back on our locking lid pot. This is the best part about these locking lid pots, y'all. Put the lid back on. Mm -hmm. You want the handle to go on the lid to go to point to both handles. Takes just a little. There we go. A little quarter twist. And I lift the pot up with the lid, the handle on the lid, to make sure that it is locked in place. You don't want to go through all this and then turn your stuff over and have your lid fall off and all your food fall in your sink. Okay. But check it out. I just flip the pot over. Right. Out comes the water. Out goes the water. Potatoes stay in. Right. That easy. So, so I need nice. to take these and put these into a bowl. You could certainly mix it in the pot. Mix it in the pot. Nah, just, I'm going to put them in a bowl. Just I, know. I know. I like putting it in a bowl. That way I can hide it easier from the band. <laughs> More for us. Okay. Look, this thing's got pickles. It's got horseradish. It's got... All kinds of stuff in it. it I just does. might not be willing to share. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, got our potatoes in the bowl. Mm -hmm. Now it's time to start getting some stuff together here. <clears throat> the eggs are going to go in last. Got those right here. Right. We need to go ahead and chop up our chives, our green onions, excuse me. We need six green onions. We're going right. to cut them up. Now what you want to feel when you get your green onions, you want to feel them because they're going to feel like a straw where they're good. Any place where they're kind of crushed and feeling kind of flat, 
go ahead and just tear those off. So what I'm doing, I'm just, I've got the bunch of green onions. It says six of them. I've got, I think, seven in this bunch. So what we're going to do is just cut down almost to, I'm going to go down to about within a two inches of the bottom. You can feel the root end and a little bulb. All that's white. That's mm -hmm. also you can use those for shallots, too, which is nice, the white part. Then it kind of starts to turn a light green and then the dark green of, of the actual green onion. So we're going to use the same old method that we've used before, using the finger on top. I'm going to bunch the, hold the onions together, the bunch of them. I've still got them rubber banded at the bottom end near the roots, but I hold them between my ring finger and my thumb. Then I just keep my forefinger on top. Mm -hmm. It acts as a guide. My knife is impeccably sharp, so it just, listen to this right through them just like cutting butter i'm trying to cut about a quarter inch thick i'm using my finger my forefinger on top is actually straight up and down so that i don't have any skin hanging out the only thing that's right there is a nail and the, the knife's probably not going to cut my nail might cut the end of your finger though so be careful i'm just cutting down again wanting about quarter inch pieces okay there we are i'm down to my stopping point now i'm going to save this little bundle there because i might want to use those for something else shallots you know, something like that. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the green onions are going in with the potatoes. All right. We're going to add in... We have dill pickles, the hot dill pickles, if you're so inclined. Three of those we're going to chop up. Chop those up. If you want to use just regular dill pickles, that's cool. If you don't want the heat. And like I said, with the heat, if you don't want the heat, you can use just substitute more mayo. Two tablespoons of mayo for the horseradish. But check it out first, because yeah. if you're... You know, everybody's different with potato salad. Some people's potato salad, it's so dry, I don't like it. Others, it's so wet, you're swimming in it. <laughs> and when I say dry and wet, it just it means the amount of mayonnaise or mustard or whatever wet ingredient they've used to make their potato salad. And y'all, there's German potato salad, there's hot potato salad, there's cold potato salad, there's potato salad that uses red potatoes. We used russets in this one. You could use white potatoes. And when you're chopping up the, uh, cutting down the, the pickle, what I'm doing is making a cut, two cuts down the pickle. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of, I guess, doing a long julian, if you will, cutting two down. And then I cut my slices, and then those little slices that fall off, I just cut them again crossways. So I guess it would be the same if you cut in big slices, like right. say maybe half inch or quarter inch thick slices. And then you took those and just cut those down individually into smaller pieces. Because again, you don't want them real big, but you want it big enough to where, you know, all this is just accent. Everything yeah. blends together. So the potatoes are nice and small. The pickles are nice and small. You don't want it to where the pickles overpower the potatoes. Mm -hmm. You don't want the potatoes overpowering the pickles. You don't want, you know, you want it to be a nice blend. Salt and pepper, if you please, that's up to you. A little Cajun seasoning is nice in it. Not a lot, just uh, a little. If you're using that, though, you probably don't need to add any salt. Yeah, and it said in the recipe like a teaspoon of salt. Yeah, not a lot. Yeah, because the, the dill pickles, I think, will add some salt. The pickled relish will add some salt. There go the pickles. We've got our mayo here. Three oh. quarters of a cup of mayo. Right. One quarter cup of mustard. Both of those are going in the bowl. We're going to need to get two tablespoons of horseradish and two tablespoons of relish. Oh, there's my horseradish. One, two. I'm putting all this in with the mayo and the mustard. Kind of the wet ingredients are going together. Here's the uh, relish. We need two tablespoons of that. Okay. Just mixing this all up together. Seems like I'm forgetting something, Cheryl. Oh, we did the bacon. Bacon. Bacon's here. Okay. Is it in the? Is it in the bowl? 
Not yet, but it's getting okay. there. I got the okay. bacon here, so I'm just going to crumble that up okay. over the potatoes. All right. So we got two bowls working here, folks. We got the potato bowl, and we got our dressing bowl, the mayo and all that good stuff. Mm, bacon's nice and crumbly. Good. Flip that in there. Should have cooked an extra piece. I didn't think about that, Cheryl. I'm slacking. Slacking. <laughs> but you're going to be like the, the first taster of the potato salad. You'll get bacon. Oh, you didn't read the fine print of the show? Which I'm probably going to be the only taster. <gasps> scandalous. Got to pull a rank every now and then. Scandalous, scandalous. Nah, I'm just joking. Everybody's going to enjoy this. This is going to be good stuff. Yeah, if you're in the audience today, you picked a good day to come. Generosity is, like, taking over? Yeah, you know me, man. I always <laughs> share. I don't go hungry, but I share. Yeah. Okay, let me wash my hands real fast. I just tore that bacon up. Okay. Now our eggies. We need to peel the eggies and chop them up. Roughly. <laughs> so to peel the eggies, just pull them out here. Remember, they're in the silicone bag. Mm -hmm. This is so easy. What I'm doing is just kind of rolling around the inside of the sink. Now, there we go. Taking the shell off. There's that one. Okay. Chop them up kind of roughly and pop it in the bowl. Let's do this egg. Crack both ends and just roll it around on the counter. I'd roll it inside the sink, and that shell is going to peel right off. Now, we didn't talk about boiling eggs because we talk about it so much, but let me just run you a recap. You want to boil about 10 minutes, turn your heat off, cover the bowl, bowl them uncovered for about 10 minutes, and then you turn your heat off, cover the pot, and let them sit for about another 10 minutes. And that's all there is to it. Okay, our eggs are in. Oh, I think I got one more egg to go. Hang on. Where you at? Come here. Oh, <laughs> uh, he was hiding in the bottom of the silicone bag. That thing is great. I use that for a lot of stuff. Sometimes I don't want to get this pot out, you know, the big pot. Mm -hmm. I don't. <laughs> I just use a regular pot and um, use the, the silicone bag. Nice. I like the idea of, like, blanching vegetables. I haven't done that. Oh, blanching is great. Baby yeah. carrots or whatever. Blanching, what it does, folks, you boil in water. So I'm sitting there mixing up our potato mixture with everything. Blanching allows you to like really just it freezes the color so to speak it really makes the colors of the food just so brilliant and bright mm -hmm. it only takes 10 seconds you just drop in whatever you want to blanch for like 10 seconds into the hot water pull it out and immediately put it in cold water and it just like color locks your vegetables wow i don't i remember when i could see we used to go to uh, gosh what was that restaurant i can't remember the name of the restaurant it was like a little steak place but they blanched their stuff mm -hmm. and the, the carrots came out it was kind of a cold salad you know a cold side with carrots and broccoli and stuff but they were so bright and vivid. They were really pretty. Okay, mixing in the, the wet ingredients now, going into the, the potatoes, the dressing part. Okay, just mixing it all up. Mm -mm -mm. And again, after I get it mixed up, I'm going to check it out. I'm using a spoon, y'all. I'm just going in like at 9 o'clock and lifting up in the middle, going down about 7.30, lifting up in the middle. Being a little bit rough, not real gentle. So if I break up or smash some of the potato, that's good. Right. In fact, I know some people that when they make this, the first thing they'll do is they'll mash their potatoes a little bit. Not overly, just, you know, stick the potato masher in it three or four times just to mash a few of them because it makes it kind of a little creamy deal. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're together. Let's take a little taste, Cheryl. Mm-mm-mm. Delish. Mm, I outdid myself again. <laughs> Y'all, this is a must right here. This is excellent. You're, great, you're great recipe. <laughs> it is. Once you, when you try this, you're going to say, holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to take a little break. We're going to try to squeeze in one more recipe. We're running out of time, so we're going to be fast, but we're going to try to do dreamy jello. If you can't cook, don't feel comfortable in the kitchen, this recipe's for you. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back cooking in the dark. Now with more of the show.
Here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Welcome back to more Cooking in the Dark. Woo! Potato salad sounds good, doesn't it? Mm. It sounds delicious. I love me some potato salad. I'm not sure making it, I'd actually get it to where it's supposed to go. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> we didn't show up. <laughs> it's like a, I don't or know. you show up and, oh, I forgot my potato salad. Exactly. So. It's like, you know, you, I would check. Are other people bringing potato salad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, mine didn't come out too well. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just stop at the grocery on the way and buy some and keep yours at home. Dreamy, how about this, y'all? A dreamy jello. Now, if you're not a very good cook, you don't have much confidence in the kitchen, this one is perfect. If you can boil water, you're in, right? You are. Well, you got to run a mixer. Right. Okay. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to show you how to do something cool. Hey, how are you? Come on. You want to play? Come on out. Okay. <laughs> so read them this complicated recipe here, Cheryl. Absolutely. It's so demanding. Here we go. One package of cherry jello, one package of dream whip, one cup of boiling water, and then here are some other things you might want to add in. Three bananas sliced, one can of pitted black cherries drained, and half a cup of chopped nuts. All optional ingredients. Now, if you're adding all of those, you might want to cut the quantities down just a little bit. But the way my grandma made this stuff, uh, we used to have this at the cabin at the lake mm -hmm. all the time. And it was just so great on a hot summer day. This is fabulous. It's so light and fluffy and so easy, y'all. I mean... One cup of boiling water, put it in a bowl. What I'm going to do is mix up our we our Dream Whip real fast because we need to mix it up according to the directions on the package, but do not include the vanilla. I'm like, okay, I can do that because the directions say a half a cup of cold milk and vanilla and the package of the, you know, the contents. It says don't put vanilla. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm good with that. We can do this. I'm in. <laughs> yeah yeah i'm in okay so here we go um we're gonna do our dream whip first our water's boiling for our um our jello mm -hmm. now normally when you make jello y'all it is a cup of hot water boiling water with the jello mix dissolve that up mix that all up together and then you come back and it's one cup of cold water right and then you just let it chill right you know let it let it gelatinize <laughs> Let's see here. Woohoo! All right, sorry, you got to run on low. That's what it said. That's what the Dream Whip directions said low. So here we go. Uh, Dream Whip, package of that. Boop, going right in here. Now, this is supposed to make two cups. Okay. okay. It says it did. We'll see. And then they want you to use 2% uh, milk, it said for best results. Oh, look at that. And we just need a half a cup. Right, right. Let's do a half a cup. Now, as I'm pouring this, y'all, I'm holding my finger off the handle over the measuring cup. Mm -hmm. So as I'm pouring it in, I can tell when it starts to get to the top, when the measuring cup starts to get full. There it is. Then as I hear it start to run over the side, I quit pouring the milk and just pour the mixing cup contents right into the bowl. Because, see, I was holding it over the bowl. Isn't that right. smart? That, that was quite a genius I move. I amaze myself sometimes. <laughs> I can't get to tell you how many times it took me to learn that, but... <laughs> okay, low speed. Said about four minutes. Wow. I know. Hmm, I know a song that's four minutes long. I could sing it. Oh. Chantilly Lace in a... 
No, I'm not going to put you all through that. For which we are very grateful. That's all right. Yeah. So I'm just moving the beaters around in the bowl. Boop, boop, boop. Going around, going around. And my, my great aunt used to make this recipe. And it was definitely like a warm weather treat. Oh, it was awesome. Get. Yeah. And it was so light and fluffy. It was almost like reminded me of eating cherry-flavored um, marshmallow cream or something. Oh. And I tried it. You know, Grandma, how do you make that? Oh, you just do this and then da-da-da. And I'm like, ah. Oh. You know, a grandma recipe, man. Some of this and some of that. Well, how do you know? It, you know, you know, it just, ah. Uh, uh, couldn't get a straight measurement or answer right, out of her, you know. Right. Information, but not necessarily useful information. information. <laughs> but not useful information. Okay, that's still going to have a little ways to go. So I want to get the jello working here real fast. Okay. Because we're, I know time's short. We're getting there. We're hurrying. We're hurrying. I swear I am. So we just need a cup of hot water and a packet of jello. I knew. And ah. the perfect bowl. Yeah. I was getting the big perfect bowl down because you know those the bowls, man. They've got that rubber on the bottom, so they don't skitter around. That's I love right. it. So we need to add our Jello. Now the recipe says cherry Jello. It does. Of course, and then cherries and all that other stuff. You can use any flavor Jello to make this. Doesn't have to be cherry Jello. So the fruit and stuff that you add to it. I mean, Grandma, she never put. Maybe she would put little marshmallows in it, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. every now and then. But most of the time, nothing. Just straight up. Or maybe some real, you know, little bitty chopped nuts. Real finely chopped nuts. She would um, put in there too. But most of the time we were just straight up delicious. Okay, our water's boiling. Turn that off. And uh, we need one cup of this. Are you just going to scoop it out of the pot? I'm just going to pour the pot right into the bowl. Oh, okay. So you measured in just one cup to boil. Yeah, I measured in just a little bit over one cup, just to allow for maybe a little evaporation, mm -hmm. but not a whole lot. So now we want to just lightly mix this up. I'm just going to use a spoon. Just kind of, we just want to kind of stir the gelatin around the hot water. It won't take much. You just want to make sure the gelatin is dissolved. And as you run the, the spoon around the bowl, you can kind of feel it. If there's any, it feels kind of like sugar in the bottom of a bowl right. or salt, you know, a little granulated down there, like sand maybe. Mm-hmm. It's real fine crystals, so I'm just using basically the back of the spoon and just kind of stirring and and rubbing around the bottom, especially on the sides. Okay. Now, you just want to let that kind of start cooling, and it's going to start to gel. I'm sorry. I have a question. Do you want do you want to keep stirring until there's no, like, grainy feel? Yes, absolutely. Okay. When you don't feel the grainy feel anymore, then you're it's done. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to set it up here in the fridge just to help it along a little bit because time is short. So we've got that in the fridge there, just sitting there chilling up there on the top shelf. Let's come back over here and start beating up our Dream Whip a little bit more. Keep beating that, uh, yeah. We're getting there. It's starting to thicken. It's almost, it's kind of like when you do um, eggs, mm. you know, for, a, for an angel food cake. It takes it a little bit to get going, but when it does, woohoo! Um, Jello, I mean uh, instant pudding, the same way. Just moving the thick beaters around. I'm going to keep doing this, it said, until about four minutes, but until it forms peaks. 
And a peak means that when you pull the beaters out, the dream whip is going to kind of stick, if you will, or be pulled out so that when it when you pull the beaters out, you're going to have like points sticking up like stalagmites. No, stalagmites. That's right. To see stalagmites go from the bottom up and tights hang tight to the ceiling. Uh-huh. Oh, there you I was go. listening that day in third grade. See? That's awesome. I, I was not. I, I couldn't help you there. <laughs> That's it. What's the difference? What would you learn on Cook in the Dark? The difference between a stalagmite and a stalactite? <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, you know, last night, Cheryl, we went out for a drink. We're in this bar. Mm-hmm. And we're starting to get thicker. We're starting to get some... Let's see if we're getting peaks yet. Not yet. Um, and the snake comes in. The bartender says, get out of here. And the snake goes, I want a beer. And the bartender says, no, we don't serve you. And the snake says, why? And the bartender says, you can't hold your liquor. Bad, <laughs> uh, bad. Uh, <laughs> I know, I know. All right, come on now. Let's get some peaks here. Let's see what we got. Not quite, but we're getting there. It's definitely thicker, y'all. Before when we started out, it was like milk, mm-hmm. watery. Right. Just moving slow here. I'm going to turn the speed up. Oh, uh, there's peaks. Good. Awesome. I like it. Okay, now, next step. We need to get our cooled jello out because it's kind of forming a syrup, if you will. Right. Kind of a thick syrup. At this point, if you're making real jello, you just add another cup of cold water, stir it up, and just let it do its thing. Pop it in the fridge. So now, we need to mix this on high. I think it said on high. Did it say? didn't say. I don't remember it saying, but I will double check. Mm-hmm. We want this to become kind of frothy. So what I'm doing to check it is I will move my beaters to the left side of the bowl. Then I slide my finger down in the right side of the bowl and check the the texture of the Hmm. jello. Now, what I should really do, (laughs) safety-wise... of course, is stop the beater, then check it, and then go again. Because that little four seconds that it takes for the beaters to stop and start again will probably save you a trip to the emergency room with your <laughs> finger in a beater. <laughs> all right, so we're not recommending it at all. <laughs> Ew. Okay. There we are. Now we're getting frothy. Fluffy and thick and doubled in volume, it said. Fluffy and thick and doubled in volume. I didn't know Jello would do that, but we're finding out, huh? We're learning. We're learning.
And then all, all you have to do is pour this into if you have a mold or a bowl or whatever you're going to do it in. Whatever you're going to do. I'm just going to leave it in this bowl, actually, for me. Oh, nice. But if you want to make it pretty and take it some, yeah, put it in a mold. Right. That'd be awesome. Or you know what even works great if you don't have a mold, a bunt cake pan. Oh, that's a nice thing. Because if you put it in there to take it out of the bunt cake pan, you just run some warm water in your sink. Right. Not so much that it'll go over the top of the bump cake, but enough that where you can submerge the bunt cake pan into it so it'll cover all sides of it. Mm -hmm. Let it sit there for about 20 seconds and then pull it out and you should be able to flip that mold over on top of a, you know, a, a pan or plate or something and the, the jello should just flop right out. Yeah. I'm going to try that. Yeah, what a great thing to take. So easy, too. Woohoo! All right. We're fluffy and doubled in size. <laughs> nice. Okay, so we're going to put our Dream Whip in, and then we're going to continue beating. Now, to get the Dream Whip out, y'all, I just use my fingers, my hand. Mm -hmm. Suck my fingers in, just scrape the bowl out, and popped it right into the other bowl. Don't do that if your hands aren't clean. <laughs> in fact, don't even be in the kitchen if your hands aren't clean. Oh, totally. <laughs> <laughs> that should be like rule number one. <laughs> yeah, wash your Soap hands. Soap and water. Mm-hmm. This is like an easy-peasy recipe, my goodness. This it's takes two, a little time. Yeah, but it's, it's two things, right? It's the jello yeah. and the dream whip. And the dream whip. That's about it. Yeah. Nice. We're fluffing up. It's getting real light and airy. So I have a question. So I'm a, I was a little confused. So I know we you put you mix the jello with the hot water. You put it yes. in the refrigerator to cool. You let it cool and it kind of becomes like a thick syrup. Okay. And then did you take that out and then were you beating that to Yes. Do you mix that until it's fluffy and doubles in size? Okay. And then you add in the Good. Dream Whip, which yeah. you made, you already have that pre-made. Right, and that took about four minutes with the milk. About, yeah, with to... the milk. It takes about four minutes or so of beating time, maybe a little more, a little less. Mm -hmm. But you want to beat it until it forms peaks. And with a peak, you can just take the back of a spoon and put it in the top of the, you know, touch the top of the, the, the food item, the, in this case the Dream Whip, and lift your fork up. And if a, some of it comes up from the bottom, you mm -hmm. know, comes up from the main mass and sticks to the to the spoon as you lift it up, and then it stands on its own, mm -hmm. like a stalagmite, then it's good. You've got peaks. Now, a soft peak is when you lift it up and the peak falls back over. Okay. It doesn't stand up all the way on its own. Little cooking terminology 101. Woohoo! Nice. All right. We are, I'm going to call this done, Cheryl. We're going to put this in the fridge and let it chill. And this will be ready to go. That's cool. All right. Woohoo. Very good. Okay, y'all, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. <laughs> 
Now with more of the show, here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. Alrighty, here we go. Cooking Where are we in going? the dark. We're going back to cooking in the dark. Oh, we're there. We are. We are. (laughs) Everybody wave. (laughs) All right, y'all. Today's show, we made a delicious spicy potato salad. And let me tell you, after tasting it, it's not that spicy. So don't be freaking out, you know. Put a few jalapenos in it. That would be really good. You'll love it. We also did the dreamy jello. Super easy, too. For um, the potato salad, I'm going to let Cheryl read y'all right through it. She'll tell you how to do it. All right. Here we go. Eight to ten large potatoes, boiled, peeled, and cubed. Six slices of Suggest doing that backwards. (laughs) Ah, yes, yes, yes. Peel them, cube them, and then boil them. Six slices bacon cooked and crumbled. Mm, Make seven, one for yourself. (laughs) Three-fourths cup of mayonnaise, a quarter cup of prepared mustard, two tablespoons each of horse radish and pickle relish, three hot dill pickles chopped, six green onions chopped, one teaspoon salt, and about three hard-cooked boiled eggs chopped. Nice. So anyway, you want to boil your potatoes after you get them peeled and cubed. It takes about 20, 25 minutes. And to know when they're done, just stick a fork in them. If the fork goes in and out real easy, they're done. If it goes in and it's kind of hard getting in, they're not done yet. Keep on going. Boil your eggs about 10 minutes like we talked about earlier. I combine the potatoes, the bacon, and the chives, the green onions together. I also put in, once I chopped up the uh, pickles, I put that in with the potato mixture. I did the mayo, the mustard, uh, the horseradish, the, the pickle relish, uh, all those ingredients together in one bowl little salt, little pepper, not much of salt, but a little bit of pepper I added. I didn't mention that in the show, but just enough. And then after you taste it, you can kind of adjust your, your seasonings. You know, if you need to add a little more salt in your opinion, do that. If you don't want any salt added, then let people do whatever. Once you get it all mixed up, mix the, the mayo mixture in with the potato mixture, put all that together and then cover it and put it in the fridge and let it chill for a few hours before you serve it. Um, great to do it overnight and take with you the next day. That really lets all the flavors just meld together. Oh, awesome, awesome, awesome. For the uh, for the dreamy jello, super easy, huh, Cheryl? Super. All you need is one packet of cherry jello. And one package of Dream Whip, one cup of hot water. That's it. The Dream Whip, you, it says to make that according to the directions on the package, which that means one half cup of 2% milk is what they recommend to a packet. You want to mix that, beat that on low for a, about a minute or so, and then kick it up to high. And you want to beat that about four minutes with your mixer until it's, it forms peaks. Once it forms peaks, then we want to set it off to the side and we're ready for it to go with the jello. But with the jello, you prepare your jello by boiling one cup of water, put your jello in a bowl, add the boiling water to it, and then stir it up, mix it up until you can't feel the granules or the crystals of the jello any longer. It's mixed up and just set it off to the side and let it cool. Once it cools and it's kind of creates like a syrupy feel, then you want to hit it with the mixer until it, it gets fluffy and doubles in volume. And then you add in your dream whip. And then you just mix, mix, mix until it gets nice and fluffy and really pretty and tasty. If you want to cut up a couple bananas, slice up some bananas and fold in, you can do it after you get it all mixed and beaten up. Um, And then you can fold in the fruit or nuts or cherries or bananas, whatever you want to add to it. Put it in a mold, leave it in the bowl. However, if you're taking it to a party, you probably want to put it in the mold. That would be nice. A bump pan works great for that too. But anyway, we are done. We're way past time. They got the hook on me, but I'm fighting them. I'm not going. I'm not going. The band's getting ready to rock. In fact, the band is ready to rock. They're ready to eat probably. So y'all want y'all play us a song. We are out of here. We'll see you next week on Cooking in the Dark. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Oh, yeah.